0: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
1: Good morning, good morning. David Tam, I almost don't want to like give you an intro. I want to turn it to you because I know you're going to have so much content to go over this morning. But I'm going to intro you. I am going to intro you. In case people have never seen you here before, they're like, who is this David Tam guy? Uh, David Tam is going to be talking this morning about changes happening with Facebook that could affect you and your business. Or you could talk about them with clients and look really smart. And he's going to talk to us about a Supreme Court ruling that uh, has to do with auto dialing, which is uh, something that whether you use it or not, you really should know about and how it impacts your business and other agents. Um, there's really good stuff. Plus, David Tam is just one of the smartest guys I know in the real estate industry. He's uh, always at the forefront of technology in terms of artificial intelligence. Uh, so many cool projects he's working on. Uh, his company, Cast Services, uh, helps realtors out. and But he's not here to sell stuff. He's literally here to teach us stuff.
0: Always. Right, David? Absolutely, man. This is the best part of my day. <laughs> oh God, I love
1: it. So, if you guys are here, by the way, the reason we do this live—ask questions, jump in the, come off mute or jump in the box. We've got a whole bunch of people on Facebook. Uh, Zach will tell us if they're asking questions from Facebook. We'll paste them here. But I'm just going to turn it over to you, David.
0: Yeah, man, let's do it. I see a lot of familiar faces. Uh, Connie, hi. <laughs> uh, I just want to—before we jump in, I really want to promote some engagement on Facebook. When we post this in Agent Power Huddle, I'm gonna—I'm in there. Like I'm a nerd. I live online. And so, if you have any questions about the content we're going to talk about today, I can provide um, source documents, articles. I actually have a link to the legit uh, Supreme Court ruling, the after action notes from the Supreme Court judge. Um, So, I'll talk to you about all that stuff today. I'm going to start with the probably most content dense technical thing first, and then we'll end on a softer note of the new public group um, administrative rules that are coming out through Facebook and some omni channel marketing stuff. Okay. So rules of engagement here are interrupt me. I want you to interrupt me. Okay. So that you can ask questions when excitement is high type stuff in the chat box. Let's get rolling. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Okay, Jesse. Cool. All right. So, and I'm just going to do it in PowerPoint mode. If I go presentation, I'm on like a 90 inch Star Trek monitor. It'll like blow up the whole screen like it did last time. So everybody can see this. Okay. Sweet. All right, guys. We're so, good. We'll- that's rock. Does everybody know that there was a landmark Supreme Court case that changed the face of digital marketing like worldwide through Facebook? Most people don't. They're like,
1: I, 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 let's ask it this way. Does anybody know? I hadn't heard of it.
0: Right. So so there was a, a complaint um, brought against Facebook that creeped its way all the way up to the Supreme Court, right? federal, not state. And uh, what they have found is that uh, the TCPA current regulation with respect to automatic telephonic dialing systems, ATDSs, changed, right? And so a lot of people are still like very tender-footed, walking on eggshells, trying to see, well, when am I going to get in trouble for this? Because there were a lot of heavy-hitting TCPA lawsuits. You know, I remember reading about one, there was a guy that had like a video rental, and he, he had to, I think he was, uh, had to recoup like $100 million in penalties because you get hit. Every single time you violate it, right? So people are like super freaked out about it. So, what I want to do today is talk a little bit about what that ruling is, show you some of the source documents, and then kind of point you in the direction. Go talk to your lawyer because there may be tools now that you can use legally to better nurture your clients, not to spam the crap out of them and annoy them, but to reach them at moments when they need you to buy or sell a home so you can close more business. Okay. So again, I'm not an attorney, but I've digested a lot of the information. I've read the ruling um, tip to tail. So I have a fair understanding of it. And let me know if you have any questions. So this is us, this is my handsome brother, Chris and I, and uh, we run cast services, okay? And we're passionate about hearing all of your concerns. We do a lot of doctoral research in the space. A lot of it we do for free, right? Just because we wanna push the industry forward. And uh, we work with one of the top TCPA law firms in the country. Um, We're currently in 370 markets across US and Canada. Guys, we've got single agents that we work out with. We've got mega, mega brokerages with 2,700 agents across 25 locations. We haven't seen it all, but we sure have seen a lot. Okay. Um, So the things that we're talking about, uh, we look at through a lens of scientific analysis. If it doesn't pass the smell test there, we're probably not going to recommend it. Okay, (laughs) So defining terms. What is an ATDS, an automatic telephone dialing system or automatic telephonic dialing system, right? It's a type of device that a TCPA defined, saying if it does not have the ability to randomly and sequentially generate numbers and call them or store them to make a call, it's technically not an ATDS. Now, run through this in your mind. So what we're saying here is if the system I'm using is not an ATDS, i.e. it doesn't have the ability to randomly and sequentially generate numbers and call them, you're in the clear now. Because they ruled in favor of Facebook, right? So this is... This is a, other industries are really starting to take a hard look at this as, wow, can we go back to Our large scope auto dialers. Can we go back to our large scope auto texting platforms? Because they are not technically ATDS. They do not have the capability to generate numbers randomly and sequentially and call them. They don't meet the wicket for TCPA anymore. So things loosened up considerably in this space. And if you are at scale, um, I would highly recommend talking to your attorney, showing them this ruling, which is right here. This is an actual screenshot of it. And again, this happened on April one. So I built this presentation uh, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, so what is that less than five weeks, it's brand new. And so this actual document, it, I want to say it's like 26 pages. Some of it's like real brain damage from a lee's perspective. But if you can speed read through it, I mean, it's, it's really like, wow, they're they are really loosening the cuffs a little bit so that you can go meet your consumers where they are, opposed to being handcuffed with other you know tools. Does that make sense? Really, really amazing stuff here, guys. Um, Obviously, I get really excited about this. Most of you are probably like, (laughs) Um, I'm not an attorney, again. So I'm just saying, go take a look. But really, what this was, the case was about a guy who said, hey, I'm getting hit by automatic messages from Facebook because people are trying to access my account. Potential security breach. I never said you could do this. Stop it. Well, okay, so they went to court, and then they went to the state Supreme Court, and they went to the federal Supreme Court, and they said, well, actually, they can't, because this does not fall, what they're using does not fall within the realm of TCPA, because it's not an automatic telephonic dialing system, ATDS, so they can do what they want, buzz off, right? Now, there's a lot of attorneys that are trying to poke holes in the language, which we're not going to get into, that's uh, like a big rabbit hole, Um, but that's kind of the... The, the quick and dirty of it. So the recommendations um, from another attorney that I spoke with was, listen, at the end of the day, if you're getting complaints from clients from using an ATDS, right? An automatic telephonic dialing system or a version of that, just take care of them. immediately. Don't ignore them, respect their wishes, consult your attorney, okay? But we are high, we're expecting the decision um, to reduce the swell of class action lawsuits under TCPA. And there's a lot of them right now. All you have to do is Google it, okay?
1: So so So, Lonnie's got a question, David. She asked, um, is is this changing because of the
0: pandemic? (laughs) Great question. I I think everything is changing because of the pandemic. So when we look at decisions like this, they're always multifactorial, right? So, and that's why there are multiple judges on the Supreme Court is because they have differing views a lot of the time. I think we have conclusive evidence that search behavior Uh, and consumer behavior has changed drastically intra and post-COVID, and we can talk about that on another presentation, but I think there's been some influence. I don't think at the end of the day, though, COVID had an influence on the linguistics in TCPA because that was already set in stone. Make sense? Okay. My camera just froze, are we good? Cool. All right, so guys, don't go nuts. Even if, even if uh, you're getting, so uh, you know, you say that your attorney says, "Yeah, go for it." I wouldn't just crank it up to an 11 and blast everybody out, right? I would go ahead and and, and sample, right? Run it through 100, run it through a thousand. How are things going? Maybe circle back with your attorney if this is something you're going to seriously look at. Okay, but read the source document first. Um, Sotomayor uh, had a summary, and we pulled this directly out of the document. They're saying that a necessary feature. Of an auto dialer under TCPA is that capacity to randomly create sequential numbers, store, or produce and call. Most systems, guys, don't do that. Like FirePoint doesn't do that. We 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 would never want that to just randomly call people out of nowhere. No, we want to be reaching your leads that you've already engaged with. So this is big. Okay, um, I've got like two more slides. This really, this gets into pre-recorded messages. Um, we're already 10 minutes in, and I want to pivot to the other presentation. Uh, really, I want this I want this to be the takeaway. If you're concerned, go get some counsel, put some time and thought into the technology, maybe mastermind with a couple of other people in other parts of the country that have consulted with their attorneys, and then you're off to the races. But there's a lot of people who have been hiding in the shadows. Eek, I don't want to use auto dialers because I'm going to get it sued. Not always the case now. Okay, everybody good? Sweet. Okay, so I'm going to take questions on that while I pull up the next presentation, which is Facebook's new public group experience update. And this is going to be rolling out, and we're going to be talking about how it's going to impact you, how search behavior on Facebook has changed, and then we're going to talk about omni-channel marketing. Okay, I'll explain what I mean by that here in a second.
1: And I am going to questions on the Supreme Court. I've so got a question, Craig. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I thought you want to go. Out. I do. Do you want to
0: go first? Yeah. No, go for it, Craig. So, did I hear you right? and basically say we don't have to get an opt-in in order to text somebody now? I'm not going to give you advice on that. I'm going to give you my presentation. I'm going to give you the document and I'm going to tell you to talk to an attorney. Okay. Okay. Nice I to see I you. Every expired starting today. <laughs> I know for a fact that there are uh, large entities that we are working with right now who are taking a second look at this uh, because things, things just kind of opened up a little bit. Yeah. Yep. for sure. Great question. Nice to see you as well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So Facebook's new public group experience. This is really, really cool. Um, This is a quote from Facebook. Our goal is to grow diverse perspectives and increase authentic conversation across public groups while giving admins new tools to keep their groups safe. So there's going to be a whole new myriad of features for public groups. Um, There's also going to be some some new features for private groups. And this is what they're going to look like. Okay. So you're going to have the ability under the auspice of value-driven content to give feedback to the commenter with new different kinds of buttons. Hey, this was helpful. This was educational. This was entertaining. They're also going to have the ability to upvote and downvote responses and comments. Okay. And this is really cool. Why? Facebook's losing. Facebook is losing the war when it comes to our demographic. Well, some of our demographic right and i'm going to show you what that means here so this is a look back graph when we're talking 2019 i've got the 2020 data and this is continuing at a rampant level so facebook usage for people that are 34 and under went from 79 to 67 to 62 and the latest numbers i've seen is 58 only half of the people that are 34 and younger are using facebook like that's mind blowing guys so if you're putting all of your eggs in the facebook bucket you may want to think again and the decrease is also happening 35 to 54. this has gone down as well the latest numbers i've seen are 67 to 65. okay those are big age 55 plus continuing to increase so i don't know if any of you have ever done this but if you look at your entire lead database just what however many hundred thirty thousand three hundred thousand don't care If you could look at the demographic bell curve of how old are my leads, right? I've got 30,000 leads. Where do they fall within this bell curve? Because that should drive your marketing strategy. That's how a Fortune 500 company operates, right? They have different marketing strategy channels for the different demographics they're trying to reach for different products and services. Okay. So this is something to think about as older people are using it more, younger people are using it less. We have to meet people where they are. And Facebook is doing this because they're slipping right? From those other platforms like LinkedIn and clubhouse and TikTok that already have a lot of this kind of stuff and they're playing catch up. Okay. Why? Maybe because they've been tied up in Supreme court for so long. (laughs) Right. Um, any questions on this? Everybody good. Okay. Is that, is that vote up, vote down? Is that only for admin of groups or that's for everybody? Just get it. The way I understand it, uh, is that it's gonna be for admins only, and then it's gonna be for everybody if you've given the access. So what they're also doing is they're gonna have like different tiered access within groups so that you can, if people that are brand new to a group, you have to like approve their stuff before it goes up. You can put those automatic rules in saying, hey, if somebody has been in the group for less than six months, put a rule set in so when they have a comment, I have to approve it or not, which is really, really cool, right? So it kind of opens up the aperture there a little bit as well. Great question. Lowering barriers century. entry. This is all they're trying to do is okay, we've created a system where people are not using it as much anymore. They thought they were the king of the world and would never have competition. And that's simply not the case anymore. So members can now just instantly join public groups uh, and with a single clicks without needing approval. Pretty cool stuff. Greater reach over time. So what they're also looking for is long term high engagement. They're trying to also create a deeper relationship. So when somebody comments on your content, give it an up or a down or a smiley face or educational, it promotes you to respond to that. They're trying to drive that engagement. And they're essentially trying to lock you in to get you to spend more time in the app or online on your desktop. Okay? It's another shiny object. This is important to know when you're user base, if you guys manage private Facebook groups for your past clients and raving fans, if you don't, you should be. And we can definitely talk about the architecture of how we can use that to generate long-term revenue for you. Okay, and then also participant approval enables you to review everyone, both new and visitors that have not yet joined, so you can kind of vet out if somebody looks eh, probably not a good fit for the group. Okay, good time. Good question, David. Yeah, go. You just mentioned every agent
1: on here could be running or should be running a private group for their past clients' sphere you're talking about some of these changes for public groups should they be set if they don't have one should they be setting up a public group or a private group or is that a whole separate discussion
0: it's kind of a separate discussion but we can dovetail into that right now if you'd like we're doing really well on time so i would recommend that every real estate professional whether you're a single agent doing three transactions a year or you've got tens of thousands of agents you know and you're doing billions of dollars whatever is to have a safe space a private group where all of your past clients, raving fans, their, their families, their friends can come in and get insider information. Hey listings before they go on the market. Um, you know we do educational seminars, uh, movie ticket giveaways once a month. we're doing raffles. you can come in here and ask questions right and incentivize that behavior and then if you know somebody that needs to buy or sell a home as well, we want to ensure they get the best experience possible just like you had come on in and invite them in right make it a curated engaging experience. And that's a great way to nurture your PCSOI, your past client sphere of influence, outside of your standard CRM drip campaigns and safe searches. It's just another way to get into that inner circle, which will grow over time if managed correctly. Makes sense? Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Like, like, so we work with people that, that close an additional 50 to 100 transactions a year just from their Facebook group. No action required. Somebody just has to be in there managing it, participating in it, and then providing content in there. Now they do do community events, quarterly fundraisers, that kind of stuff for charity, all that. Cool. Great question. So this next one is, these are just a a laundry list of some of the admin features. Um, Like you're on Oprah, everybody gets one. So um, we're going to limit participation. They're going to give you higher... I see you smiling, Craig. Um, (laughs) uh, They're going to give you more tools. And they're also going to give you the ability to remove posts, turn commenting off on certain posts and others. Uh, turn on, right? So you can be selective to keep discussions positive. If you start to see discussions slip into negativity and start to be a troll war, you can go ahead and just click that off, which is super cool, right? Um, admins uh, work in tandem with post approval, so that's something that if you're if you're not familiar with, and you run a public group or even a private group, we can have a one-on-one discussion. I've got some connections at Facebook who've given me some inside intel, and. This is really cool. The options to, uh, to undo specific actions, so you can have an activity log of everything that everybody has ever changed in the group. So you know who did what, when and what. And then you can set those criteria and refine those criteria over time. So a lot more tools that they're giving to you to promote engagement. Good? Really exciting stuff, guys. All right, so one of the things that I really wanted to drive home, because it was I think it was three agent power huddles ago. We had some questions about like, what do you recommend for digital best practices? Because we're talking a lot about Facebook, and I don't want you to think that I am prioritizing Facebook at the top of the heap. So I wanted to give you some samples and examples of what omnichannel marketing is. So when we talk about omnichannel digital marketing, we're talking about every single tool and asset that you can use around the spectrum of consumer behavior to generate more business on the buyers and sellers from your current and future book of business. Okay. So that laundry list of tools, some of them are super cheap. Some of them are free. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, nobody on this call knows all of them. Right. Otherwise, you probably have my job. So, So this is a list of tools that we frequently use to get your message out there. Okay. Digital radio. I'm not talking about AMFM. I'm not talking about terrestrial. I'm talking about every single person on this call now has the ability to gain access to digital radio platforms so that you can get your message out to people that are tied to their phone, listening to a podcast at the gym, in the home, listening to a smart speaker, not in their car driving to commute because people just don't do that as much anymore. Post-COVID, right? Connected TV, same deal. Smart TV, any device in the home, you can be there for cheap. Like there are clients that are doing this for $1,500 a month, not a sales pitch by any means. In fact, I prefer not to talk to you about that right now because we've got a little bigger fish to fry. But there are tools out there that can get you hundreds of thousands of impressions, thousands of clicks to your website for a low $1,000. Video banner and remarketing. So remarketing, most people think about just a little bit of banner, like on whatever network you're on, Amazon, uh, YouTube, YouTube. There's video remarketing as well, using artificial intelligence and the results that we're seeing already are phenomenal. AI-driven SEO, we've already talked about that. Does everybody know what satellite-fed geofencing is? Yeah? Yeah? If you don't, raise your hand because I will explain it to you in 30 seconds and it will blow your mind. Great. Thank you, Connie. So satellite-fed geofencing is... Old geofencing, you you had to use a beacon. You had to attach a little beacon to something, a billboard, and then it would vacuum up hardware ID and IP addresses of the passerbys, okay? Or somebody that had dwell time of over 30 seconds. You don't have to do that anymore. You do it with a satellite. And it interacts with the cell phone towers, and you can drop an invisible bubble over a geographic region with up to 500 feet of accuracy. Think about that $3 million listing that's been sitting on the market for six months that you're not getting sold. Might be a good tool where you can drop a bubble over it, run an open house, and every single person that goes in the house and been there for more than 30 seconds, you can scoop out their IP address and hardware ID without them even knowing. They've already opted in. It's cell phone data. Okay? They never even shook anybody's hand. And then later that night, wow, they see an advertisement at home I was just in. Thanks for coming. How the hell did they know that? Satellite-fed geofencing. Okay? We do this in movie theaters all across the country. When you sit down in a movie theater and they're talking about, hey... I'm the top real estate agent. I can get your home sold faster for more money. When that airs, I'm vacuuming up everybody's hardware ID and IP address from their mobile device right then and there. And then we go to them later in the day. Phenomenal technology. Obviously, everybody knows about Google PPC, Facebook paid leads, all your social media strategies. A lot of times I find people fall down, real estate professionals fall down. I think social media, they only do Facebook. You got to be doing LinkedIn. You got to be doing YouTube as well. And a lot of times that content that you're creating on Facebook, it's super easy to cross-pollinate in the LinkedIn. It's just change the template or don't. Like you can literally just copy paste. Or and then your YouTube strategy, all the stuff you're already doing with testimonials and content on Facebook and LinkedIn, you can turn that into slideshows and, and really cool presentation, even if you don't have a videographer with some music overlay, throw it up on YouTube and you get credit for it. You get exposure. You get SEO from it. Right? And it's super, super cheap. And then email tempo and DSP marketing. So, a lot of times, everybody knows that Facebook got rid of all of their filters to be able to go down to like deep behavior to filter by, um, you know, occupation, interests, you know, age group cohorts, that kind of stuff. Well, all that stuff still exists. You just have to get it from somewhere else. And it's actually right on the marketplace. And so, oftentimes, what we do to juke those filters because they don't work super well you can actually go out and get what's called a demand-side provider list. Now, you have to be vetted, go through a security clearance process, and spend a certain amount of money, which we do. And you can tell me, hey, hey Jesse, what's your primary zip code? Give me one. One of the zip codes you work in. 92024. Okay, so if I said 92024, give me a list of everybody that's from the age of... 25 to 75, who makes a household income of 80000 in or over, who has 20% equity and a credit score of 680 or above, you can pull that list, and it's 100% accurate and it's 100% opt-in. So, no can-spam nonsense going on. They already raised their hand asking for help. You hash it, encrypt it, upload it into Facebook. Use that as your primary list. Who sees the advertisements? No more white noise. No more, hey, I didn't engage with your advertisement. Actually, you did. <laughs> right. And so, and then you know that when you're having that conversation, they're already pre-qualified. pre qualified. You know, they have all of those criteria. So there's workarounds, guys, when you think outside of the box. So who asked about the COVID stuff earlier? That was Lonnie was asking. Lonnie, great question. So we have a lot of research in that space because we've noticed just a huge difference. And consumer and search behavior, you know, it used to be if you're not on page one and two, you're, you're trash. Just not the case. Anymore. We get leads all the time from page three, all the time from page four. People are going there because they're spending more time online. They're also spending way more time on streaming services due to coronavirus. Okay. So look at this. March 6th to 9th, March 13th to th- 16th. Up 4%, up 8%, up 4%, up 2% from all these different demographics. Overnight, guys. Because they're not in their cars, commuting to work, listening to AM, FM, they're they're at home, they're concerned, they're spending more time on the internet, meet them where they are. Okay? And then when we're talking digital radio, these are all a bunch of different places you can be. Just go do a little bit of research about it. You can be on NPR. It's entirely possible. You can be on SoundCloud. And it's super cheap because the real estate industry is stuck in the dark ages. There most people in your market probably don't even know about this. You could be the first. So it's really, really exciting. I've got four minutes left. I'm going to shut up and take questions. What do you got? That Facebook thing you're talking about, Mm -hmm. how do we get that? Which one? (laughs) Where I can give you a demographic and you spit me out a bunch of names. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not going to see the names. It's really important. Well, what what, what I, I can get in front of those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I don't, this is not for that. Um, get my contact after I'll point you in the direction. Okay. And we'll talk. Sound good.
1: Yeah. I've already got a call scheduled with your girl. She called me last week. I was chopping the Oh, book. Heather. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Hi Heather. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Great question. What else guys? Otherwise, I'm going to blankly stare at the camera for the next 10 minutes. Don't
1: blankly out. stare into the camera. If people think of questions later, Connie just typed in the box and you know, mind blown. It's always such good content, David. Do you prefer is email the best way people to get a hold of you, the, the cast.services website? What's the best way people should get a hold of you?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm slipping, guys, on correspondence because we're growing like crazy. So if you go to cast.services, our website, like play around in there. We made our website super robust because we care. There's an incredible amount of content and education. I gave away the first free chapter of the book I wrote on SEO for real estate agents. You can have that for free. Um, and then any contact form on the bottom of every single page, just pop in there, name, email, phone number, how'd you hear out of us? Hey, I saw you on APH and we'll set something up. Cool. Love it. A right. little bit of uh, it here. We've got, uh, go ahead. What do you got, Jesse?
1: Well, Connie, Connie was raising a question. I got one question from the chat box. Um, go, go ahead, Connie. Nope, I was just cheering you on. I don't oh, know cool! All right, awesome. So, so, so question from the from the chat box. Oh, Larry's got a question too. So, so go ahead, Larry.
0: Well, I was just I was just curious. Great presentation. When it comes to when it comes to the dialers and the things you were discussing about auto generating, um, I have some folks that are using you know Mojo, some of those other dialers um, where they're purchasing lists. Mm -hmm. So uh, how does that uh, Supreme Court um, affect those folks and the folks that are purchasing lists that are, you know, scrubbed for do not call already? Sure. If they're scrubbed for DNC already and they're already using Mojo, probably no change. Uh, What I would do, though, is take a look at the model and sequence of actions and how the technology is communicating with the actual client, because there may be opportunity to actually expand. Right. More calls, more people, more time, because we've just loosened up the aperture. Thank you. Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. Last question here. Um, where are people going if it's not Facebook? Where are they going now?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Organic. We're seeing, we're seeing a huge... People know their ads. People know that they're you know, having little bait dangled in front of them so that they can get rolled in. And that's why all the different platforms are consistently retooling their advertisement structure um, to trick people more into clicking those, right? <laughs> um, organic as well as we're seeing a lot of influx on other social media platforms, social media like Clubhouse, uh, and then direct. So we're seeing a huge increase in people directly reaching out for recommendations and reviews to vet their real estate professional more than ever before. right? And that's where we're doing the research on the feedback cultivation where we're seeing that your reviews matter more than ever, because they're going to read them, they're going to ask their friends about them, they're going to talk to your previous clients, and then they're going to contact you directly if they haven't found you organically.
1: I love it. All right, David, think of the last thought you want to leave everybody with. This is, please go back and re-listen to this because this is an incredible amount of content from David. Um, tomorrow, we've got a guy on who uh, has taken 32 listings so far this year, and he's going to break down exactly what he's doing to take those, right? So that'd be pretty pretty useful, I imagine, for most of you tomorrow morning. But uh, guys, th- these changes, David, you got to know what's going on in our industry. What's, what's the final thought you want to leave everybody with this morning?
0: Things are changing faster than they ever have in the history of the internet. That is, a, that is a fact, okay? And so please, if you don't have a clear understanding, ask for help. You're not gonna be able to do it on your own unless you're an expert. Yeah.
1: So check out, hit up David. He he really does go into the Agent Power Huddle Facebook group a lot. So tag him, ask him questions. Otherwise, just go to cast.services and uh, th- these guys are amazing. David, this is so good. Thanks, man. Take care, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great day, guys. You do.